0: Welcome to Good Hope Church with Pastor Billy Bryson. We praise God for every listener and ask that you like, follow, and rate this podcast so we can reach more people for the kingdom. I pray for open hearts, open ears, and the blood of Jesus to cover everyone that hears my voice. Now let's
1: get into the word. Amen. Amen.
0: Praise God. Praise the Lord. Come on up, Brother Nick. Nick. We welcome you this morning to Good Hope. Good to see everybody. Good to see you. Praise God. Morning,
1: morning. morning. Uh, I'm Nick. Uh, kind of got honored with the opening of this sermon with y'all. Amen. So I'm uh, just going to pray us in. Uh, Hey, God, thank you, man, for allowing us to arrive safely, uh, come in communion, uh, be a family underneath your law, your love, uh, your guidance, your discipline. Lord, we are just vessels, and uh, we come to learn more about you, your ways, so we can walk hand in hand with you, so we can follow you. Your your son was sent down here to be the example, and uh, that's who we're going to learn about today. Uh, Praise God. Um, We love you in all things, always. Amen. A little background on me. I'm a born again Christian. Uh, Last year I was born again, tried to live right majority of my life, and uh, just couldn't essentially without his help. So I turned my life over to him, and here I stand. So essentially, whenever I was first asked to come up here and present, uh, the very first thing that came to my mind was love. Um, <clears throat> he just put it ger- directly in my heart, and my spirit. And I think that's the equivalence of everything about the gospel, about the New and Old Testament. Uh, so I did a little research in, uh, on you know, his example of it. By when he sent his son down here to be the sacrifice, the last sacrifice, so we don't have to go to the altar and burn anything, give any kind of pendants to him. It's just Christ's blood and that's it. Uh, But further back than that, I was thinking about whenever Abraham went to sacrifice his son on the mountain because he loved God, he was being disciplined, he was being obedient. And, you know, the world takes love and wants to manipulate it into their own form, instead of it being what love is. You know, you got the brotherly love, you got uh, the family love, you have love for your children, uh, then you got agape love, you know, that's God's love, and all those other loves are just feelings, but agape love is more of like a discipline, is what I've learned from reading scripture. You know, it's more of like uh, an obedience. Uh, I have some notes written down that I'm gonna have to Try and look through a fast year. So we got the world's love as acceptance, fulfillment, satisfaction, security, stability, a sense of self-worth, compliance even. A bond that is often involves understanding each other's goals, beliefs, core values, trust, communication, and mutual respect. Right? But the Corinthians thirteen, four through eight says love is patient, love is kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude, does not insist on its own way, is not irritable or resentful, does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in truth. And the gospel, man, it's, it's, it's funny because love is truth. Like, love is a complete surrender of oneself. It's not selfish, it's not boastful, it has no pride or ego, it's just selfless is completely selfless. And so whenever Christ came down and he did what he did for us, he did that because he was selfless, man. It says here in uh, Philippians 2, 6 through 8, who being the very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped or yearned for, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant. Being made himself human, he humbled himself and became obedient to death. He literally gave up his life because he loved us. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. You know, for us to say that we could do that is such a stretch from our imagination. But to actually do it like Abraham was willing to do with his son, you know, from the beginning, it's just I mean, it's all in it's all in this book, man. It's just everything good about God is just right here in this book so I was thinking, reflecting on that also, of what Abraham's obedience to love was, was also Isaac's love for God or Isaac's love for Abraham. Because through the historical text, you know, it says that uh, Isaac wasn't just like a infant. He wasn't just bound by Abraham to be sacrificed. Like he was a, he was a manservant, essentially, at that age from, they said, from like 12 to 33 or 37. And so, Abraham, being 90 years old, do you think Isaac couldn't overtake his father and be like, bro, you are not sacrificing me, dog? (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, straight up. (laughs) And so, like, but but Isaac's love for his father to trust him wholeheartedly to lay on that altar and say, if you love your God so much that you're willing to sacrifice me, I love you so much that I'm willing to be sacrificed. You know what I mean? And that's exactly what Christ did. He was like, God, I love you so much that I'm willing to be sacrificed. I'm willing to be a replica of you, but go out in a human form, show all humidity, walk hand in hand with every single sinner that I can and let them know that they are still loved. Jews, Gentiles alike, and that's what the gospel is for me, you know. And that's how I, that's how I came to become born again. It was just like through the text and the scriptures and just the revelation. And then He poured out His heart into my heart. I thought I knew what love was. I thought I was smarter than love. I thought it was all logic and wisdom. And it's man, it's just it's so beautiful. It's such a good thing. But anyway, back to uh, the four thing. We have eros, love, four types of love. Eros, love. Uh, philia, love, which is love of friends or friends or equals. Uh, the eros is passionate, you know, with your lover. Uh, the storge, love of parents or children, and then you got the agape. And that's exactly what I said about it being disciplined, because through the fruits of the spirit, we have generosity, patience, self-control, joy, peace, a love. It's gentleness. It's, it's all these things that we have to practice in our day-to-day. You know, whenever somebody approaches you with uh, testosterone or, te- hosti- you know, hostility or whatever, you know, and you got to like, you, you get set back for a second and you're like, okay, how do I embrace this? Because it's the self-control that's that's given to us, you know, that's... It's, it's everything about the disciplines that the Lord instills in us in our, in our walk throughout this life. Like, this life is but a blink. We are absolutely nothing in the billions and billions and billions of lives that have come before us. We are overcomers of this world. If anybody else has done it in the history of mankind, we can do it. Like, he gives us the spirit of the power, not of fear, you know, of love, of overcoming, self-control. And it's, and it's, and it's all true. I mean, it's all, everything that this scripture, being a Christ follower instills in us is, is just so true. And it all starts with love. Love is a lighthouse. Love is courageous. Love is discipline. Uh, His commandments to abolish the old ways, the old laws, essentially still being guidelines. Yes, absolutely. The commandments, but the two new laws, it says, love me with all your heart, mind, body, and soul. Right? And then it says, Love your neighbors as you love yourself. Yeah. Loving yourself as in Jesus loves us. Loving yourself as God sees us, imperfectly perfect in every step that we take on this earth. Every single time that we want to cuss somebody out driving down the road and they swerve in front of us, you know what I mean? And you go to flare a little bit. He still loves you, man. He sees you just like we see our children whenever they're about to crawl off a bed and you know, like, oh my gosh, he's in danger. Even if there's nothing I can do about it, there's nothing that's going to take away from him falling and getting hurt and you know, messing up or putting his hand on a hot stove, I don't love him any less because he messed up. That's how God loves us, you know, and that's how he sees us. He is our father, you know, and so whenever we reflect on how much we think we love with feeling, his ways are so much higher than our love. It's even fathomable, and so like, oh man, it's so good. It's so good, man. It's so good, but uh, Uh, John 3:34 through 35. Love one another, and by this they will know that you are my disciple. You know, so whenever you have those temper tantrums, whenever you have those flare-ups, whenever you do sin and you fall into whatever corruption of your mind, spirit, soul, whatever it is, like you're still loved genuinely through and through, but it's that discipline of love to surrender to whenever you are faced with that adversity, whenever somebody walks up and they insult me on past behaviors or whatever it is, and I have to find that humility in myself to say, oh, dude, you're right, man, but I still love you, and I'm still working, working on it. I'm still gonna help you any way possible. I'm still gonna be patient with you. I'm still gonna be kind. I'm still gonna be gener- generous to you because it's a discipline. It's not a feeling that I'm having towards this male. The feeling is pr- primitive, you know, it's what? you know but then you got to have that <laughs> discipline of self reflecting it's like man you know if jesus can do it you know then if anybody else in this world before me can do it he's put that he's put that in us man he's 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 put it in our hearts he's put it in our souls he gives us the holy spirit to convict us whenever we're feeling that way and <clears throat> so I was reflecting on the fruits of the Spirit, and I still think that almost all of them are just feelings besides the self-control, because that, that, that feeling of self-control is above this world. Whenever we are self-controlled, we start to live above this world. Whenever we walk hand in hand with Christ, and we are being his true disciple and being his follower, we are living above this world, because there's nothing that somebody can take from us that will change our, our actions towards that. You know, and then whenever you start living in it and it becomes your character, it's not hard to know that this stuff's real. You know, and it's like love genuinely conquers all. And uh, I can go on and on about love all day. But I think that uh, was that so satis- satisfactory. Yeah. Well, I love you all. brother.
0: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Ray, Ray, hallelujah. Ooh, thank
1: you. Yes, Lord. Oh, God. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come to you today, Lord, thanking you for another day, Lord, that you've allowed us to arise and to come and serve
0: you free and willingly, Lord. Lord, thank you for this day you created. Lord, we lift up our
1: offering today to serve you and your kingdom first. Lord, we thank you and praise your name, Heavenly Father, Lord. We're soldiers in the army for you on this yes. battlefield, Lord. We just thank you for the gifts you've given us protection and guidance lord we ask that you continue to bless us today and always in this church our pastor today as he delivers a message lord we lift up the nation of israel this morning lord that you continue
0: to protect it this nation its people lord lift up the leaders that they make the decisions for this war to stop it lord and lord we just come to you again thank you and be your name heavenly father each and every day lord we thank you and lift you up on high amen amen Amen. Praise praise god you may be seated Glory to God, praise God, God. hallelujah, we honor the Lord today in this house because he has put his name here forever, glory to God, thank you Jesus, we thank God for you, his children Uh and this day that he's given us a reasonable amount of health and strength Uh that we can give glory unto him, amen. I'm privileged to be here and to be back, yes. Amen. as they say I'm back. Welcome back. Yes. Glory to God. How many have your Bibles with you today? Yes, sir. This is how you really whoop that devil. That's right. Put the word on him. That's right. uh-huh. Put the word on him, Put the word on. That's it. and we'll have the overhead here shortly, but I, I want to take a minute just to uh thank you all for. Fighting this good fight of faith because we win. Not just in the end, but we can win now. (laughs) Hallelujah. If you can get the victory on the inside, you'll get the manifestation on the outside. According to your faith, be it unto you. And as a man or a woman think in their heart, that's what you are. That's what you become. Job said the thing that I greatly feared. What I greatly feared. Now there's different levels of fear, like there's different levels of faith. We'll touch on a little bit of that in a minute. I want to encourage you to follow along. I've got a few things I believe that are specifically directed by the Holy Ghost. I really believe that. And uh, we will probably minister to a few people today. That's okay. Galatians 3 and 5 says that he that ministers the spirit yes, that's right. and worketh miracles among you. How does he do it? Mm-hmm. By the hearing of faith or by the works of the law? The law don't accomplish much. That's right. But it's by the hearing of faith. And we'll touch on the hearing of faith. Yes. The babies don't bother me. I, I specifically don't want any babies up in the sound room, up, 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 up above. Bring them down in here. They're not going to trouble me. Yes, right. Bring them all down in here, and if you know, if you need to take them now, but bring—they're they're fine in the sanctuary. Yes, right. we, we've had one one-room church house for a lot of years, yes, right. so babies are not going to bother me. I mean, hey, I mean, they, maybe they've got something to say. Yes, right. <laughs> so don't ever be offended about that. We appreciate God for the babies, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This young lady here, here, what's your name again? Skylar. She's she's a very special lady. Let's give her a big hand. Amen. God is doing some great things in Skylar. Some great things, Amen. great things, Amen. And brother, right beside, Eric, Eric, okay. Eric, God loves you. He loves you. The Lord wants you to uh, forget the past. Forget it. Forget it. Because that don't define you for what he has for you. He's brought you to a place. See, if you didn't go through hell, you wouldn't be able to be able to minister to the people that he's going to call you to speak to. For what you've been through, loss. God says, "I've allowed that to bring you to a place to where you're going to help multitudes of people. Multitudes. So, the devil wants you to wear an opinion that." I've been kicked down, beat up, pushed aside, but the devil is a lie, because Jesus is the Messiah. Eric, sir, there's hope for you in this situation. You're coming forth on eagle's wings, bro. You're gonna come. You're coming out of this thing in the mighty name of Jesus. Life, you're coming. Say, I'm coming out. Say it. Say, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Tell him, everybody, he's coming out. Point to him. He's coming out. In the name of Jesus. He's coming out. Glory to God. Healed from the inside out. Glory. Hallelujah. Go ahead and let it out. Go ahead and let it out. Go ahead and let it out. God loves you with an everlasting love. He died that you might live. And brother, you're going to begin to live. Thus saith the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah i break his power over your life. You're a victor in Christ. Not a victim. In the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God. I don't know if y'all ready for me. I've been in the desert. I've been in the woods a week. I, I, I hold back. Because I don't want to blow y'all out of this house. I can't hardly wait till God can use me. I'm holding back. Because the church is at one level. I'm on another level. Deliverance is in the house of God. For all of us. And we're going to touch on a couple of things. And we've got some more ministry to do if the Lord confirm it. Because some of you I've seen more than once. And he's woke me up and give me a word. Specifically for certain people in this room. Praise the Lord. Faith. How many of you got faith? What's the definition of faith? Y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know. Hebrews 11 and 6. You've got to exercise your faith, else God moves on. You want God to stick around, stay in faith. Because you can't please Him. God don't stay, God don't stay where He's not wanted. <laughs> you don't, you know, we try to be perfect. Dress right, look just right. And God only, He's looking for His faith. He moves where faith is. Sapakitama. Loprakitama. He wants you to exercise your faith, believing in those things that are not as though they've already manifested. Glory to God. We've, there's many testimonies. When you come to the house, just a little side note to you, a little whisper to you. If you've got a testimony, you need to be persistent about sharing that testimony because this is how we overcome. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb. The word our testimony, and we love not our lives, even unto the death, even unto the dying. You can't, hurt, you can't offend a dead man. That's why I'm free. I just try to listen so I don't want to give you too much. You set a steak before a kid, they won't eat it. They'll suck on it. And all they'll get is the pepper and the salt. And that ain't real good for them. My wife tells me that. Lay off the seasoning. Huh? That's what's killing our folks now. That little white flaky stuff. Get your pressure up. But Hebrews 11, Hebrews 5 and 14, it says, Strong meat belongs to them that are of full age who by reason of use Exercise their spiritual senses to discern both good and evil. We've got to be able to discern good and evil. So we've got to get off the milk and get on the meat. I have another definition today for faith. (laughs) Fight all iniquity through Him. Because this is War Sunday, right? Fight all iniquity through Him. That's Christ. Now let's go to Matthew chapter 11 and verse 12. I appreciate all you soldiers being here today. Amen. What is it, 10 hundred hours? <laughs> yeah. Being on time to get your instructions right. for the mission ahead. That's right. uh-huh. Glory to God. Yes, sir. Anybody have that address? Very familiar, but we've got to keep familiar scriptures in front of us. This is how we win. Matthew 11 and 12. It says, And from the days of John the Baptist, even until now, the kingdom kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. And the violent take it by force. Say it, the violent, the violent, take it by force. It by force. Eventually, you got to tell the devil where to go and where to get off. Right. Get out of your body, get out of your finances. Yeah. Get away from my property, because yeah. I'm God's property. God's property. You got to plead the blood of Jesus over everything you have and possess, even your dog, uh-huh. amen, yeah. your cat, yeah. your chickens, yeah. right? Right? All that you possess dedicated to the Lord. And he'll go down the street meddling over there. Because he knows the word of God. He's got to restore sevenfold if he he messes up with you. Devil knows the Bible. So plead the blood of Jesus. If you don't have a bottle of oil, I'll get you one before before the sun goes down. You need a bottle of oil to anoint everything you possess. If it's of any value to you, you need to anoint it. It's quiet up in here. That new Chevy you bought, that new Ford you own, that old Dodge you got, you need to anoint it. Your kids, your backpacks, when they go off to school, you need to anoint them. Plead the blood of Jeevers on them. They're God's property. Say it, they're God's property. In the name of Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. These two kingdoms are at war. It's a spiritual battle. It's all spiritual. It's all spiritual. All your circumstances of life are all spiritual. Everything. If you look at it, it's spiritual. The devil comes to kill, steal, and to destroy. John 10.10, 10. but Jesus came that we might have life, and that more abundantly. So we're going to learn more about how to put the devil on the run. Is that okay? Praise the Lord. Now, this natural act that we've, we're acting upon today, to dress in these camouflage and army stuff and military clothes, that's good. Because it's a natural picture Of what we're trying to institute. Amen. Amen. (laughs) I thought about it when I come in the door. Somebody went by. Boy, they were looking. They probably thought, I hope he ain't got no gun. (laughs) Hey, you know they're thinking something. Come on, somebody. That's not normal. Uh What's he doing, honey? Look, did you see him go in that building? Yep. Keep driving. Step on it. <laughs> but in first Kings twenty two and eleven, Zedadiah, old prophet Zediah, men pleasing spirit, false prophet. He used a natural picture as an example. He took horns of iron, and he prophesied before the king, and he said, Hey, with these you can push the Syrians until they utterly be consumed. So prophecy can be acted out in a natural picture, and there's nothing wrong with that. But he had a men-pleasing spirit to try to please the king. We ain't going to go into that story, but it's good to read in your spare time. Prophecies can be acted out. Glory to God. The kingdom of God is God's rule and reign of authority in the Greek. He says, when the kingdom of God has come unto you, God's rule and reign of authority, God's rule and reign of authority is for you to execute vengeance upon all your enemies. That affect your spirit, your soul, and your body. It's like Eric. He's got the victory now. He's got the victory. If he will hear what the Spirit of God has said to him, the devil ain't got a fighting chance. We expose the devil and we disarm the devil. But he's got to maintain his victory. God told Moses, says, I give you Canaan land, but you got to go possess it. you got to fight for it to obtain it. The violent taketh it by force. Now, there's more bounce to the ounce. Uh-huh. Y'all didn't see that coming, did you? They said, well, I know what generation he's in. Yeah. He's from. Yeah, yeah. Say it, there's more, there's more bounce to the ounce. Yeah. And we're going to teach you how to bounce him on away from you. Uh-huh. Amen. The Bible said, he that stole, let him steal the jigs up. Say it, the jigs up. Ha ha on the devil. The jigs up. And you see, when God reveals truth to your spirit, the light, the illumination of light expels darkness. He's got to go. Hosea 4 and 6, it says... My people, the covenant people of God that should know the word of God, are destroyed for lack of knowledge. They have rejected knowledge, I'll also reject them and their seed. They'll be ignorant. They'll ignore the things of God. But it's given unto us to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, the power and the authority of God, but unto them that are without it's not been given. So we can walk upon high places. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Glory Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's go to Psalms 34. Very familiar, but very important and profound for what God is saying in this hour. Psalms 34 and 7, let's take a look. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord! I guess I give you the wrong edge. That ain't it. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. The Word of God is all good, huh? Thirty. What I say? Thirty-four. That's it. That's it. That's it. That is it. Tell your neighbor. That's the one. It says the. Let's read it together. The angel of the Lord encamps round about them that fear him, and doth, and delivereth them. Selah. You need that. That is one of the most profound scriptures for the believer that walks in truth. And we've used it for years. But the Lord has given me new insight on that. The angel of the Lord encamps around about them that fear him. Yes. He's there. He's here today. That's right. And he says he also delivers them. What do you need deliverance from? Sickness, poverty, yes. shame. Yes. Yes. He delivers the angel. Yes. We're going to learn some stuff. I'm going to fast forward to Isaiah 66 and 2. It says, By this men will look even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit and trembleth at my word. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And when we come into the house of God or we sit to receive the bread of life, whether it's at home at the dinner table or on the couch or in your car or while you're taking a break, If you learn to tremble at the word of God and receive it as the word of God, the angel encamps. The angel of God encamps. You know, I'm a hunter, and a turkey ain't no more than three feet tall, but it takes a lot to kill a turkey i blast them different kind of ways and they just fly on off. I mean, literally, I mean, I, I like to meet, you know. Yeah. But they have a way to cover themselves. Now, the angel of the Lord encamps around about them that fear him. He encamps. Devil can't touch you when you walk in the fear of the Lord. When you walk as if you're on assignment, come on now. Where he leads me, I'll follow. I'm on an assignment. Whether well, you've said go to the grocery store, go get your gas now instead sit in the morning, you're on an assignment because they that are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. The angel in camps. Now, we're going to talk about angels today. Because it's vital for our understanding of how to win in the war. Have you ever, you, you notice there's many times there's people, and I've had it in my own life, where you, you, you can't get that shift, you don't seem to get that breakthrough, or maybe the manifestation of that healing, or maybe that release of the finances. Come on, there's, a, there, there's areas in our lives where we, we need the shift. Come on, somebody. If you need a shift in an area of your life, raise your hand. If you know somebody that needs a shift, raise your hand. This can help them, glory to God, because there's no distance in the realm of the Spirit. We pray for Israel. There's no distance. For the Lord thy God will say, from the land and to the sea, I am with thee. There's no distance in the realm of the Spirit. You can speak a blessing over Ethan and over his brother, whatever, Evan. Heaven, right? We command a blessing over him right now in the name of protection and the mercy of God as he walks it out in Jesus' name. We loose it to him now. He's way over Korea. Glory to God. That just touched him. It may have been a breath of wind that came by him. Amen. No distance. Because there's authority in your tongue. For death and life is in the power. All you got to do is release it, the power. Hallelujah. If you release the power, start speaking to yourselves in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Start singing and making melody in your heart as unto the Lord. Your breakthroughs right ahead of you. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, Paul spoke in tongues, right? Y'all know the scriptures? Paul said, I speak in tongues more than ye all. Or you all. Selah. Why would he do that? The Bible says you pray in the Holy Ghost, you build yourself upon your most holy faith. Most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. An ambulance drives by. Father, we ask you to bless him. Be merciful. You run out of words, but if you pray in the holy ghost, you pray the perfect prayer. You're talking you'll be speaking to those organs that are affected by them. They're trying to save that man's life. If you pray in the holy ghost, you get right to it. You bypass all that other preliminary stuff. Pray in the holy ghost. Sister, you're going to prophesy. You're going to sing the song of the Lord in tongues and give the. you two right here together. You you both of you. Whoops, if I don't trip over my own foot. That's all right. You're going to sing the song of the see both of you doing it. Singing the song of the Lord in tongues. And the interpretation. By the way, this is new wine for new wine skin. Welcome to Good Hope Community Church. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 13 and 1. Very familiar. Hallelujah. We're going to teach just a couple of things. Somebody have it? It's on the screen. Cheat. Hold it, hold it. Y'all 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 there? That's where we're going. It says, though I pulse it, though I speak with the tongues of who? Sila. How does he speak the tongue of angels? Zapriki Skeitabakata Zapakiatama. Tobakita. Opa, opa. The tongue, the tongue is out of your spirit. You, you release your spirit. Some, some of you think you're, I'm crazy. Well, that's okay, I am. But I am speaking the tongue of the Lord. I've been in this thing a while. I've been through a lot of valleys. Glory to God. This will keep you in perfect peace. This will keep you in a sound mind. I have heard so bad I didn't know how to think. The devil, they hit me on every side. I wanted God to just let up. He wouldn't let up. He says, I'm going to make you as tough as nails. That's exactly what he told me. So I'm crying. Crocodile tears and he's telling me, I'm, I'm going to make you as tough as nails. You can handle this purifying. You can handle this anointing. I'm going to take you through the depths of hell, and I'm going to bring forth an anointing out of you that's going to break every yoke that's in front of you, the tongue of men and of angels. And by the way, this will help bring down your pressure. What's pressure caused by? Hypertension. What did the doctor tell you? You got you got a you know you got a short fuse or you got too much on your plate. Suppressed anger. Uh oh. you got to release your spirit. First Corinthians fourteen, fourteen. My spirit prays. Somebody said, I need help. I need to let my spirit pray. These jokers are putting all kinds of stuff, work, messing with my mind, weighing me down. I ain't having it. Start praying and let your spirit pray. Groanings which cannot be uttered. Groan like a kid. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. ah. Start groaning. Glory to God. You'll release the thing to God. He'll give you tongues of angels. You'll run out of understanding in how to pray if you pray with your understanding. And you won't even be accurate. God said that ain't no more going to get anything done than anything. you got to pray in the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Angels are so important. All activity is accompanied by a Spirit. All activity is accompanied by a Spirit. Holy or unholy. All activity, either accompanied by demons or angels. Right. All activity. I got to be blunt. I got to be plain. I got to make it plain. Either you fellowship with devils or you fellowship with the Lord. Come on now. Help me, Holy Ghost. Help me, Holy Ghost. God says, I can't many times answer your prayers because you're double minded. You fellowship with demons and then you come back and you want the things of God. He's teaching us. He's patient and long-suffering. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I thank you for your patience. Angels are so important to have around you. When you understand that there are angels around you, you walk like you you ain't afraid of nothing. Don't touch me. Huh? Hmm? Amen. Amen. Devil, devil he, he don't want to touch you. No. I was in a room and a man walked in and he thought, I don't know what happened to him, but he looked at me and I looked at him and I, uh-huh. <laughs> you don't want none of this. That's what my spirit said. I don't know what he's seen. Holy Ghost! <laughs> he knew something was up. Oh, the spirit that was that he's been fellowshipping with and knew something was up. Yes. The devil all know what time it is, don't you think? Yes. Huh? The jig's up. Yes. Move on out of my way. I got to praise his name. Yes. Let's look here. We're going to talk about it. angels and how they are so important in our walk. Matthew 26 and 53. Jesus was giving note. When Peter and he decided to pull out that sword and cut that man's hair off. Jesus sort put, of put away your sword. Those that use the sword will perish with the sword. He says, don't you think that I could not call to ask the followers to give me 12 legions of angels? To assist me in this matter? But that's not the will of God. Think about it. This is the eternal word of God. Jesus said, hey... Don't you, don't you think, don't you know that if I wanted to, I could call on 12 legions of angels? How, how many is a legion? Well, the commentaries say a legion is 6,000. One legion. So 6 times 12 is 72. That's 7,200. 72,000? I'm not real good at math, but what was that? 72 with three zeros behind it. My math teacher's like, I can't believe that, boy. All these years. Think about it. All you need is one angel. Jesus said, don't you realize that I could call 12 legions? Now, I'm sure now, and put emphasis on that, is because you have the same authority that he has. Look at your situation now. Hmm? The devil's got to bow. He's he's got to he's got to move out of the way. Let's look here. Now, there's three, three specific types of uh, uh, angels I'm going to look at. Okay. There's an the angel of war. Okay. Now let's talk about the angel of war for a minute. Now let's let me go back here to First Corinthians. 6 and 3, Paul tells the church, he says, Don't you know that we shall judge angels? If you're going to judge angels, you ought to understand some things about angels. Angels should be working on your behalf. Amen. Much of the hearing of faith, catch this, now, I my my greatest desire, just so you know, is that I would work in the operation of the gift of a word of knowledge. The reason being, I'm gonna share this. This is personal. If I can gratefully be using the gift of a word of knowledge, I can have the word of gift of a word of wisdom because I know the word. And if I can use the word of Wisdom, prophecy is going to flow. Right. So if I can understand what makes that tick or what makes that person do what that person's doing yeah. by word of knowledge, yeah. then a word of wisdom, I can get you the help because I know the scriptures. He ain't going to leave you if you feel like he's left you. Yeah. See? So that's my desire. Now, many times a word of knowledge is accompanied by an angel. It's all in the Bible. Glory to God. The psalmist says in 35 and 5, he says, let the angel of the Lord chase them. Now he's giving instructions to an angel. you got somebody messing with you. Angel of the Lord, chase him. Chase her. Break that thing. That's right. Now, we note here, angels of war, Jude 9, not chapter 9. Yeah. Jude 9. Everybody say Jude 9. Yeah. It talks about, well, let's go there. Praise the Lord. It says, Yet Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, does not bring against him a railing accusation, but said, The Lord rebuked thee. Everybody say it was Michael. Yeah, it was Michael. Now you think, now here's the devil, he's wanting Moses' body. And yeah. uh-huh. what does he want from you? He, wants you? he don't want you to have nothing, no kind of life or eternal life. But Michael's contending with the devil. Michael is an angel of war. You got problems? I'm gonna put Mike on you. Come on now. This is very serious because the battle is gonna get very intense in the days ahead, and you're gonna know how to. You're gonna have to know how to release an angel. I know some folks don't, some ministers don't agree with this. Some of them that I know. But it works for me, glory to God. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Daniel 10. Daniel had a burden concerning the end times of what was going to happen, and he, he prayed a prayer to understand what was going to happen in the last days. Dan, Daniel didn't get an answer. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. Daniel went on a fast yes. for 20 some days. Yes. Daniel heard nothing, but he stayed on a fast. And all of a sudden, the angel come to him and said, Hey, your prayer was heard from the day that you re- put your qu- request in. But it was held up. Let's go here. Daniel, 11, Daniel 10 and 11. Praise the Lord. And he said unto me, Daniel, verse 10, 11. O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understanding the words that I speak unto thee, and, and stand upright. For unto thee am I now sent. And when he had spoken these words unto me, I stood trembling. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand, to chase thyself before thy God, thy words were heard. And I have come for thy words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia. Withstood me. One and twenty days. But lo. Michael. This is a different angel. He's telling about Michael. I'm sent back. But Michael was the one. But Michael. One of the chief princes. Selah. Came to help me and I remained there with the king of Persia. Persia. Now I have come to make thee understand what shall befall thy people in the latter days. For yet the vision is for many days. So Michael, an angel of war. Glory to God. Revelations 12 and 7. Revelations 12 and 7. Bless you. Hallelujah. (laughs) Revelation. He's got some? All right. Praise the Lord. Revelations 12 and 7. And there was war. Where was it at? In heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. Selah. Glory to God. Michael, one of the chief princes. You're in trouble, Father. I thank you for sending your help. Even Michael, or one of the chief princes, to help in this situation. In the mighty name of Jesus, for your glory. You get to talking like that, the devil ain't got a fighting chance. He knows that you know that he's toast. Hello out there. Let him meddle now. Hmm? I'll put a legion on him. I'll declare it in the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God. How do you declare it? I'll pray in tongues. Because you're getting the angels to come to assist. That's what tongues does. It gets the angels to assist. You're going to judge angels. I know this is all new to you. Okay, now the angel of comfort. There's an angel of comfort. And if you don't have comfort, baby, you need to ask for comfort. God, I need an angel of comfort. Not in the flesh, but he'll meet every need, whatever whatever it is. Man, I ain't never got enough money for the month. You need comfort. Hello out there. The Holy Ghost is a comforter. But you'll find all through the scriptures, you go back and read. Let's go to Luke 1. Let's go to Luke 1. Holy Ghost said, do this. This is so important. I'm, I'm, it's going to take a little bit, but you need it. Luke 1. Now we're looking at Zacharias and Elizabeth. Let's look at verse 13. Luke 1 and 13. It says, but the angel. Let me back up. Verse 10. Luke 1 and 10. And the whole multitude of the people were praying. Selah. Very important fact. Now, I guarantee you, some of them folks are praying in other tongues. Just so I'm going to get that out there. You can't get by this. If you're praying and understanding, you're doing you're doing Okay. But if you can pray in other tongues, you're going to do much better. Glory, hallelujah. And the whole multitude, all of them of the people were praying without at the time of incest and there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. That angel showed up because somebody was praying. And I guarantee you they're praying in the Holy Ghost. And when Zachariah saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zechariah, for thy, for, thy, for thy prayer is heard. And, the, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. This is a, an angel that comes to bring good news. You ought to, you ought to be calling on this all the day long. Praise the, Praise the Lord. Elizabeth shall bear a son and thou shalt call his name John. This angel is assigned to bring good news for what you've prayed. There, there ain't nothing wrong by calling on this in faith. Yes. God, I thank you for Gabriel. Yes. I thank you, Lord, for the Gabriel and the angel that brings the good news. Verse 14, and thou shalt have joy and gladness. And many shall rejoice at his birth, for he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of who? Of Israel, right? There it is. Shall he turn to the Lord their God, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power, in the spirit and power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and this will be unto the wisdom of the just, to make ready people for the Lord. Okay. Verse 19. Well, Zachariah said, how can this happen? I'm an old man. He's in the church and full of doubt and unbelief. A leader in the church full of doubt and unbelief. Verse 19 says, and the angel answered and said unto him, I am Gabriel that stand in the presence of God and am sent to speak unto thee and to show show thee these glad tidings. Verse 20, everybody. And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the days of these things shall be performed. Selah. There's a dumb spirit. If there's a dumb spirit present, it's because somebody rejected the word of the Lord. A dumb spirit. What's a dumb spirit when you can't talk? Somebody's rejected the word of the Lord. Selah. We'll show you how to fix that. When you see that and they come to the altar, you're going to know how to fix that. All these things were written for our learning. Through patience and coming to the scriptures, we have hope. Verse 26 And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was, was, was sent from God into a city of Galilee into Nazareth. To go to uh, Mary. We know all this. Let's skip over. 57th verse. First chapter of Luke. Now Elizabeth full time. Came that she should be delivered. And she brought forth a son. Okay. Glory to God. And her neighbors and. Her cousins heard how the Lord had showed great mercy upon her, and they rejoiced with her. And it came to pass on the eighth day that it came to circumcise the child, and they called him Zacharias after the name of his father. And his mother answered and said, "Not so, but he shall be called John." She had faith back at the day of incense. Her husband didn't, but she was submissive. Let him do the talking. Because the angel was conversating with him. But she had faith. And so his name shall be called John. And they said unto her, there is none of thy kinfolks that is called by this name. And they made sign to his father, Selah, how he would have him called. And he asked for a writing tablet and wrote saying, his name is John. Here's a tablet. Get the dumb to write on tablet the things of God. And you'll transform that to life to where they can speak. These are nuggets that are in the Word of God to solve every mystery of our lives. And he wrote his name, John, and they marveled all, and his mouth was open. Open. God is not a respect of persons. We're going to have all kinds to heal and to deliver, and to be transformed by the power and the authority of the word. All kinds. So get ready. We're going to have to go to work. Everything is Spiritual. Praise the Lord, the God of all comfort. Praise the Lord, the angel of comfort. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Acts 12. Let's go to Acts 12 and verse 5. Acts 12 and 5. I appreciate your patience. Thank you, Lord. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but... but. Prison, Peter was in prison, but... Prayer was made without ceasing of the church under God for him. They're praying in other tongues. They're getting a hold of angels. How do we know this? And when Herod would see, and when Herod would have brought him forth the same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains. Herod was going to take his head off that night, but the angel of the Lord, God Almighty, knew everything. And verse 7, Behold, the angel of the Lord came unto him, and a light shined in the prison, and he smote Peter in the side, and raised him up, saying, Arise, up quickly. And his chains fell off from his hands. You get the angel of God on the scene, miracles are going to happen. Praise him when you worship, and you start worshiping the high praises of God. Be sensitive to God, send you loose the angels of heaven now. 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 Miracles will happen. Just like at the trembling of the water, a certain time of the season, the angel went down to treble the water. And whoever first entered in got hold of whatever thing that was ailing him. I don't encourage you to sit in the back if you've got a need, you got to press. Verse 8, And the angel said unto him, Gird up thyself and bind on thy sandals. And so he did. And he said unto him, Cast thy garment about thee and follow me. And he went out following him and wished not that it was true, which was done by the angel. But though he saw a vision, and when he were past the first and the second ward, there came unto, they came unto iron gates, church, that leadeth unto the city, which opened to them on its own accord. And they went out and passed on through one street and forthwith the angel departed from him and as Peter was coming to himself he said now I know of a surety that the Lord has sent his angel and hath delivered me out of the hand of Herod there's that word delivered the angel always comes to deliver somebody got an issue You all you got to do is get your angel on it Peter gets to the house a little damsel come out named Rhoda Peter's knocking on the door. Peter said, open up. Let me in. It's it's Peter. She ran back there and got the rest of it. Wait a minute. Peter says he's outside. He can't, but he's in prison. We're still praying for his release. They were praying, 1 Corinthians 14 and 14. They were praying. Their mind was unfruitful. They were praying in the Holy Ghost. They were praying in in other tongues. You're not going to get this out of many churches. Oh God, if it be thy will, set Peter free or we know he has eternal life because he's going to die. The will of God is that he fulfill his mission and it wasn't over. You need the other tongues. You need the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. I'm going to fast forward. Hallelujah. Angels of comfort. Praise God. And there's also the angel of death. I'm not going to go into that. We demonstrated. We, 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 the Lord spoke to me, whispered to me. What was it? Eight, six, seven, eight months ago. Somebody's going to die. Folks are going to die. Get your heart right. Get your life right. And lo and behold, people were dropping out of here. Even a young man passed away that heard the word. The angel of death. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. I'm going to shift gears here. We're going to minister by the leading of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Nick, brother, come up and bring your daughter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'm going to use you, sister um, Taylor. I, I I want you, I want the two of you to stand right here facing the altar. And I want you to put your arm around her. Glory to God. What would you say your name was again? Amelia. Amelia. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. We're going to minister to you. God showed me this uh uh, over a week ago and he's brung it back to me not once but three times so what do you do with that i've been in this a long time you, it don't take hardly the second time for me but what the lord showed me you know many times when church listen many times when you minister i can't minister to you because he haven't given me the signal and i've done this many times in prophetic meetings he'll have me to minister to the child that, that way he gives me the identity of the father through the child. So everything I'm ministering to her helps unfold and unravel his ministry that I can't see. So if I can minister to her, I know it can't be without him. Amelia, the Lord says there's great things in store for you. I seen, I seen three specific, there's some studies now. I ministered to some boys the other day and brother Nathan was with me and I was talking about their gift. I was just going on about this guy can play the drums. And Nathan thought I knew him. I, man, I ain't never seen him before. My life. This is what the Lord's showing me. The other guy was good with computers. He, like I was introducing, man, I'm just I'm telling you the word of knowledge. And I said, but I can't see anything for you. And I walked away. And I did. But the Lord spoke to me in a dream. And he showed me three, three key people. There's some names you need to study. Because it's going, it's going to take some time to understand all this. Okay, For the identity of what God is calling her to. So as he's calling her, he's calling you. There is a, a Mrs. Edder, An evangelist back in the early 1900s. Study her. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Who did mighty things for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. There is a touch of Catherine Kuhlman on this young lady. Just a touch. Of her ministry on your life. Zapakila ta Bakos Tama. Zapakyata. Zopakyata. The Lord says, Study Norval Hayes. Glory to God. Glory to God. A man of faith and power. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Lord says, as you learn of these specific women of faith, God says, daughter, I'm going to transform you from a mighty, mighty, mighty dark circumstance into a glorious morn. Hallelujah. God says the abandonment is no longer going to be in your life. And sister, you're going, you're going to help tutor her for all that you have been through. You're going to teach her how to walk in victory. You're assigned to her for the call of God. For all the things, there's such a relationship. Uh, You probably don't know much about her, but there's everything that you've gone through, she's going through. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Glory to God. There's a wisdom through the Word that's going to help you understand the call of God. There's times you've hated even yourself and even living. But God says, except you have gone through what you're going... Have gone through. I could have not bring forth a precious anointing out of your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the Lord says you will learn to dance. You'll learn to teach. You'll learn to praise and to magnify the Lord God of heaven. And you'll write many things to help inspire others. You'll have the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge strongly in your life. You will counsel many about deliverance and inner healing, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Your dad's going to teach you faith and how to draw on these that are set before these forerunners, as it were, that have been there and done that, have laid down their lives for the gospel of Jesus Christ. You will with no doubt be willing to lay down your life for the things of God. Because after all, you'll determine that nothing else really matters. And God says, I'm going to equip you to do His will. Your ministry will be so different than many. You can't look to many because they have not the call on their life. You are called and chosen of God to do a specific work. And your dad's going to help you get there. Glory to God. Now, we're going to anoint you. Zapri kiske te brinde Bacosko to boko tama. La cascata brinde ma. Zeprende bakita brinde bacascata brinde ba. La prakiske te brinde ba. Lo procosko tobrondo. Hallelujah. Nos prakiske te martiza. Just close your eyes and raise your hands. Glory to God. Father in the mighty name of Jesus, we anoint this daughter of yours in Jesus mighty name. You're anointed of God. This day, in the name of Jesus, as heaven and earth bears witness that you will do great and mighty things for the kingdom of God and for glory in Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Let us rejoice and be glad in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on and stand with me. We appreciate you all being here today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Glory to God. We're going to pray
1: for Brother Nathan. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to like, comment, and share. We love you all. And God bless. May there be good.